This morning's scripture reading comes from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 15 through 19. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We have had a wonderful journey together through this series of plugging into the source. We have explored together how to power up through worship, how to power up through prayer, scripture, service, witness, and now community. And we end this series with community because it's in the context of community that all these other experiences are formed in our life. We worship together in community. We pray in community. We're formed by scripture in community. It's the resources of this community that allow us to serve the larger community. And when we witness, we're inviting others to find their way into this community that has changed our life and means so much to us. Community is what the church is all about. My experience of community began in a community called the Lifeline Baptist Church. And it was a great community. From the day I came home from the hospital, I was listed on what they used to call the cradle roll of the church. And I was a member of that community. I met friends there that are still my friends today. I was surrounded by a crowd of adults who invested their time and their faith and their life in me. There was the deacon named Earl Vinson who called me from the day I was born Little Preach because he thought I should be a preacher like my grandfather. There's Mrs. Buchanan who in Sunday school taught me how much God loved me. There's Joe Williams who taught me the joy of singing. There was my pastor, Brother Bill, who always had time for an awkward, nerdy little kid named Barry who wanted to talk and pray about things ranging from, am I ever going to start growing like all the other boys? Or maybe God wants me to be a preacher. In that community was a girl I grew up with. Her name is Patty. And her parents conspired with my parents that it was time for each of us to have a first date. And so they had us go together to the church Valentine banquet in junior high school. I can still see these faces. And at times I think I can almost still hear the voices of the people in this community that loved me and taught me and encouraged me and disciplined me and lived before me the life of a disciple and what it meant to be a part of a community. To this day, that experience influences 
the way I do my work. To this day, that experience of community influences how I understand the power of community to be active in our lives. The power of community, the power that this community has to influence the lives of people outside the walls of this church, begins with the power of community within these walls, where we live our lives together in faith. Our text from Romans is a beautiful and a powerful explanation of community and how the community of faith should be reflected outside the walls in the world. I love these verses because I believe they capture beautifully what God longs for us to know. They capture a glimpse of the life God wants us to live together. Verse 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Paul is saying, in community we live our life with each other through the full range of human experience. Not just the good times, and not just the everyday times, but the bad times as well. It's interesting that Paul does not say that we are to fix one another, or that we're to judge one another, or that we're to manipulate one another to get the result we want out of their lives. Paul is saying that to live in community is to be there for one another. That is the definition of community. To be in community means that we are there with our favorites and with those that are hard for us to understand. To live in community means that we are there for those who love us and there for those who might not care for us that much at all. I once had a church member years ago who called and made an appointment to talk with me and they came into the office and we sat down for a moment and I finally said, well, what is it you wanted to talk about? And she said, I just want you to know there are a lot of people here that don't like you. And I responded, oh, thank you, Lord. And she said, what do you mean by that? And I said, I'm not crazy about some of you and I was feeling kind of guilty. And she stared at me for a moment and then she started laughing. And I said, we're a community. We're the church. What does liking me or liking you have to do with anything? We're about something bigger than that. In verse 16, Paul then admonishes the community to live in harmony. To not be so full of ourselves. To treat all people the same, the high and the lowly, to use his language. And we should act wisely. Not act as if we had all the answers. And not to act like we know what everyone else should be doing with their lives. Because I assure you, we don't. All these ideas in verse 16 point to what Paul believes and what I believe should be the foundational characteristic of the community. Humility. We look not at ourselves, but at others. 
Paul knew that we cannot experience the power of community if we only think about me. If it's only about my opinions and my preferences, we'll never know the power that comes from community because community is about the common good. The power of community comes from putting other people's needs before our own. Let's take a look at an exaggeration of how to look at community wrongly. Take a look. Nick and Molly just moved to the city and can't agree on what they want. They're young and energetic and looking for a new church home. We'll take some personality tests, tour the sites, ask some questions, and based on taste, experience, and location, we'll find them the perfect congregation. I'm Corey Clark, and welcome to Church Hunters. We're so excited to find a church. We just started dating. Um, with the churches we go to now, just not, like for us, just not really doing it for us, you know? Right. I, I go to a satellite campus. I just find it hard to connect emotionally with a video screen. It's just... Okay, you cry during Cake Boss. So, like, we've been doing a lot of services online, a lot of podcasts. There are a lot of preachers we do like. Really good, but we want we want serious yet funny. Yeah, like commanding of the stage yet relatable, you mm-hmm. know? We're more looking for uh, the humor of Andy Stanley with the body of Stephen Furtick. Hey, guys. What's happening? I'm Corey. Good to see you. My name's Nick. This hey, is Molly. Hey, guys. Welcome to Church Hunters. This is your first church. This is Creekside First Baptist. So while it is traditional, it's still pretty current. Just okay. this year, the pastor started untucking his shirts. Oh, wow. that's good. Big deal. He does dress his age, though, so don't worry. He's past the Osteen suit phase, but he hasn't gone full Giglio yet. Okay, oh. so there's holes in the knees or no? Well, it's frayed, but no holes. Frayed? Oh. No. Okay, got it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So hey, let me show you around. Okay, right, come on. Let's do it. I do love this lobby. It's a great lobby. You know, yeah. it's not too big, not too small. Yeah. It should be enough room to catch up, chat with your friends. You but here's a great thing. There's a bunch of side exits, so if you need to leave early and catch the game, you can do that. Got it. Yes. Oh. Honestly, right up front, uh, didn't love the name. No. I, First Baptist? Who names a church that anymore? I just... Not these days. We're looking no. for like a Thrive Church, maybe Relevant Church, I don't know, Radiant Church, something. This is the soundboard they use here. Okay. Now remember, it's pretty traditional here. So, when Sunday comes around, they turn it way down low. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but the one knock on this church, they still use the child care numbering system on the screens. Ooh, oh. for the yeah. Yeah. Or as the moms like to call it, the sanctuary walk of shame. Yeah. <laughs> the Sunday morning experience was just a little too traditional for, for us. For us. I mean, the pastor's main point, 157 characters. I can't tweet that. <laughs> I really think you guys are going to love this place. I like we it. We do. We like Feels it. Great. Yeah. You know, it's diverse, but it's not like too diverse, you know? Uh, um, scripture heavy sermons? Oh, or, yeah. 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 What about uh, as a community oriented? Absolutely. Great. Oh, women in ministry? The parking situation, you guys got to see it. Super rare nowadays. Come with me. There's like a, a maybe for when my parents come into to town yeah. for a church for Christmas. Easter type of church. Like a holiday Holidays. type church. One of the main reasons that I love this church for you guys is that on your personality test, Molly, you scored high in service and hospitality. Oh, babe. And there's wow. a great welcome team you could join. Perfect. Okay. And then Nick, you scored really high in need for accountability. Wow. And the men's groups here are amazing. You're just, you're just gonna put that out there? Hey, God like knows that. your heart, okay? Of all the things they talked about in that, uh, funny clip. 
They didn't talk about anything about community. They didn't talk about anything about what matters the most, and that's the people whose lives they would share in community. We don't just come to church. We don't just take part in the community for our own good. We are committed to the community for the good of each other. We are faithful not only because it meets our needs, we're faithful because it helps meet the needs of those in community with us. I don't ask you to be here week after week after week just because of numbers. I ask you to be here committed to the community because it matters. You matter. We all matter to each other in this community of faith. In verse 17, Paul reminds us that we don't live down to the world's way. Don't take an eye for an eye, right? Don't return evil for evil. We don't live down to the world's level. We live up, as Paul says, to a noble way of life. We live up together to grace and compassion and love. It's in community that we're reminded that we don't live down to the world's way. We live up to God's way. When I was in college, I sang in the choir. And the director, when we were learning a particularly difficult new piece of music, the second time we sang through it, if you made a mistake, he would stop and he would look over his glasses and stare a hole in you and say, Barry, if the music's over your head, raise your head. That's what Paul is saying to us in community. We remind each other to raise our heads and live a life different than the world around us. Paul says we power up through community by raising our heads with each other. Our passage ends with a charge to work for peace and to leave God to do God's job. Did you catch that language in verse 19, that language about avenging and about judgment and vengeance. Paul is making the point that God is God and we are not. The power of community can fully be experienced only when we are each faithful in fulfilling our obligations, our obligations to one another as a way of fulfilling our obligation to God. We leave the other stuff to God. It's God's job anyway. Author Jody Picot put it this way. Heroes didn't leap tall buildings or stop bullets with an outstretched hand. They didn't wear boots and capes. They bled and they bruised and their superpowers were as simple as listening or loving. Heroes were ordinary people who knew that even if their own lives were impossibly knotted, they could untangle someone else's. And maybe that one act could lead someone to rescue right back.
That's community. It's in community that we meet the real heroes. And it's in community that we have the honor and the responsibility to be a hero to someone else. You see, I agree with the Apostle Paul. It all begins with being there, with sharing life together week after week after month after month after year. It's through rejoicing and weeping together. It's through putting each other's needs ahead of our own. It's through raising our heads together and living to the highest ideals. It's through remembering that we are to be faithful in doing this job of being in community and trusting God to do God's job of being God. There is incredible power in community. Each of us, each and every one of us, plays an important role in making the community what it is. Let's power up by committing ourselves anew to sharing life together in community. In the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.